this was a lecture that I gave at the University of Sharjah on the making of an entrepreneur. It focuses on different things, especially a formula that I believe can be very useful to be successful in your business. Enjoy. Um, thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. And it was really exciting to see um, the welcome, the interest on social media. And uh, I really hope to... Yeah, yesterday, around uh, 2 a.m., maybe, I'm a late sleeper. It's the only time I get to, to work without any distractions. So I, I looked at the presentation. I'm like, it needs a bit more. So I added a few slides at the end to hopefully uh, leave you all with something to think about because that's what I like to make people do, think a little more. Um, so I'm going to leave you with that at the end. ربعنا الشباب انتوا دائما يعني تتأخرون ما يستوجي لا 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 تمسخر يا شرفتونا شباب وانا احب يوم الشباب ترى I'm going to switch a little Arabic and English just to break the ice شرفتونا شباب بس دائما شوف نحن دائما نتأخر نحن الشباب بس البنات ما شاء الله في هالزمن مقطعيننا Okay so uh, one of the most common 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 questions i receive is how do you get to do what you do how do you get to do what you do how how come you have four businesses you have friends you have family you want to play football you want to watch a game of thrones episode how do you get to do all of these things but in the end of the day i think there's no secret formula but i'm going to try to help you identify certain ingredients, we'll call it a nice uh, recipe, that might help you. Um, in the end of the day, I think everybody has the same hours per day, unless I'm living on the wrong planet. So you have 24, correct? You have 24, not 26. You have not 22, 24, correct? So all of us have 24 hours, all of us. And I know it's a very obvious thing to say, but when you think about it, it's a fair game. Generally, it's a fair game. All of us have 24 hours. Nobody gets to have more or less. Yes, we have different responsibilities and all of that. However, we have the same 24 hours. All of us. So it's all about how you divide your time. So that's how generally, I'm just very organized, I think. My, my calendar is everything. So it includes even calling my dad, which is a bit sad, but yeah. I'm like, okay, hey, how are you? How you been? You've been good? Otherwise, I get to forget to ask about people who, who matter. So today the topic will be about the making of an entrepreneur. How to be an entrepreneur, but it's not a secret formula. Good? All right. So this is the secret recipe. Red pepper, cheese. There are three things that I'm going to talk about. Three things that in my small experience are important, really, really important to have a good business. You have to have those ingredients. Now, there is more. But these three things are very important. So we'll start with, and I noticed in English, it's three Ps. Three words that, have, that start with a P. So the first one is passion. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a story because we all like stories and it's more natural to talk about a story. But then I'll give you a quote 
from not, from, not from me. I didn't reach that level yet. But passion. So the first and most important thing in running your business is you need to have a passion. You can't do something you don't love. And I know it can sound cheesy. Oh, you have to do what you love and you have to do something you're passionate about. But it is your fuel. لو عنا بترول هذا البترول لو عنا شيء خلينا نكمل هو الشغف ما في غير الشغف so this is the most important thing now a lot of people will ask me I didn't find my passion and as I don't know what my passion is so how can you help somebody who, has, who doesn't know what their passion is by exploring by trying there are people that are really 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 lucky they grow up okay luck is another topic i don't think people are lucky but anyways they're it's it's fortunate that they fall upon their passion at a very early age they try ballet at six and then they love it and then their career is built on ballet or singing or sports or football and they stick to it so these guys will say fortunate they were introduced to their passion and they stuck with it but in the arab world and in the asian world we have only few things that you're supposed to study, nothing else. Either a lawyer, an engineer, or a doctor. Technically, anything else is like, mm, why? It's very, very narrow to these things. But of course, now it's a bit, it's changing today. Maybe 10 years ago, 20, 20 years ago, it's a bit, it was a bit different. Anyways, so if you don't know, if you don't know what your passion is, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to try. It's like eating food. If you only eat biryani every day, you only know what biryani tastes like. But if you try sushi, then you try pasta, then you're like, hmm, I actually like pasta more than this. I like sushi more than that. Correct? But human beings don't want to try. They don't want to leave their comfort zone. يأكل بيتزا يأكل مارغريتا يروح سوشي كاليفورنيا ماكي نفس الشيء يسافرون نايز برج ما أدري شو ف we don't want to change we do not want to change because it's our comfort once you find something nice you want to stick there and you don't want to move but then sometimes you just need to do this and you're like oh I actually like this spot better and unless somebody tries they will not know so I don't like when somebody says they're like for example I don't want to go to um, Nepal, it sucks. I'm like, did you go? No, I didn't go, but it sucks. Okay, how do you know? How do you know? From Google? Unless you go, then I will respect your opinion. So to my, I'll give you my story. And I'll give you my story and I want you to switch my passion to what yours is. I need to, to connect to what I say. I want you to reflect it onto yourself. So for me, I'm a very Captain Majid generation. So if you know who Captain Majid is, it was a football cartoon. So, so for me, that's what I loved. I knew how to play the video game in Japanese. I would watch it all the time. That was Captain Majid for me. And I heard that in Japan, it created a whole generation of footballers. And I'm not surprised. Because it was a be beautiful thing. It was a nice cartoon and you love football and all of that. So that was my passion. 
I loved playing football and I loved watching it. And then I kept growing into it and I went to college. But in my time, there is no future in football. If you ever said you want to play football, they'll laugh at you. Now, I'm not blaming the society or my parents. It was just the way it was. It, it's not a job. You want to play, you go play for fun, but you need to have a, a good degree and a good job. So I went to college. And in college, I, did some, I studied something that I had zero interest in. I was just telling Ahmed, I studied chemical engineering. It has nothing to do with what I do, what, what I do now. Then I switched to mechanical engineering. Again, nothing to do with what I do now. But on the side, I was trying out my passion. So I started playing football and playing football and playing football. And I started getting better and better. And then I played for a club in Boston. And then I played for the state. It was an all-star team. Then I played semi-professional. But always in the back of my head, I was thinking, this is just temporary. Mujarrad hiwaya. I'm thinking, there's no future for me because I've been programmed or I've been taught that there's no future in football. You stick, just play for fun. Even if you're good, it's no future. So you're always having that attitude towards something you're very passionate about. And I'm studying something I have zero interest in. So that's how I knew my passion. And that's how I did my first business. By I remember... The last year, we had, uh, we played football with the Khalijis a lot from different countries. And we had a big uh, competition. This was against the Saudi team. So they said, Anas, we have to go and uh, play against the Saudis. UAE, Saudi. Hello. When the Malab? Well, I have to go. It's 40 minutes outside, the, outside Boston. So we, we had a small golf car. And I think we were nine people in the golf car. And then we went for 40 minutes like that. And imagine But I remember calling the guy and I'm like, listen, we're going to play. Which shoes, which shoes should I get? Flat or, or studs? Baraghi or satahi? And he said, no, it's indoor. But I'm like, ah, flat. He's like, no, no, no. Indoor, but you wear cleats. I'm like, how, how do you play indoor? He's like, listen, Anas, just get your cleats. It's a special grass. And I've never seen it before. So I'm like, fine. Then I got both shoes, but then I go there and I see it's indoor. It's air conditioned like this. And it's artificial grass. And I'm thinking, this would be great for the UAE. Because of our weather challenge, if imagine I'm playing like I'm playing outside, but inside with air condition. So I thought that was a great, and that's how the first business started. So coming back to the quote that I wanted to, to share with you, this is one by Steve Jobs. You have to have a lot of passion for what you do, because if you don't, any rational person would give up. Mafum? Yani, you have to be a bit crazy about what you do, because nearly everything will tell you not to do it. Your friends, your family, your society, especially when it gets difficult, people will tell you to quit, don't bother, don't do it, do something else. I told you you should study this. I told you you should have taken that job. Why did you study this major? I should have studied the other major. So you have to stick to your guns. 
And that is where it becomes difficult because if your mother or your sister or your aunt or your best friend or, or are telling you to leave, it will affect you. So that's kind of what this says, that if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to stick. بعطيكم مثال شو أكثر أكلة ضاربة هالفترة في البلاد برجر صح it's the most trendy business today in Dubai and specialty coffee in the UAE I mean correct why why is it trendy you know what I ask these people when they open this business I'm like do you even like coffee do you even like it not love it do you even like coffee No, but this guy, he opened and he made money. Is that even a good reason? For some people, they might say it is a good reason. And I'm not saying they're right or wrong. But it's sad that you're trying to open a business that you have zero interest in. Zero. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And if I tell you what are the best burger joints in the UAE, I think all of us will say two to three. What about the other 70? They're all closing. You go on Jumeirah Road, you go on different places, they're all closing. Why? Because the people who are opening it don't even like what they do. They're doing it for the wrong reason. And if you do it for money, you will give up. You will. Because the moment it gets a bit difficult or you have to do a little more, better marketing, and you talk about it more, you're like, mm, no, I'm going to just do something else. Because I don't even like it. إذا ما عندنا اهتمام للشيء اللي نسويه والله بنوقف ما ما يكمل تملون صح؟ Today if I ask you what do you like to do؟ مثلا let's let's ask somebody who's using their phone آه نزلت التليفون شفتك زين لابس قميص ازرق ولا جاكيت ازرق ايوه شو الشيء يوم تسويه ما تحس بالوقت؟ I'm sorry? Playing? Video games or actual sports? Okay, so I asked them, what is the thing that when you do, you don't feel time? So let's say video games or sports, correct? So you see, when you do something you like, you don't feel the time. You don't feel it. You don't wait till Thursday on WhatsApp and this is a bad attitude. Why are people celebrating the weekend? And they send me the Thursday dance like at 10 a.m. It's the bug at Duam, Yom Kamel. Weekend. It's, it's sad. Like, I find it disappointing. Okay, the video is funny, but they're celebrating that they got rid of the week. They're done. And it shouldn't be like that. It's your job. It's your, you spend most of your life at work. And it's really sad that you don't like it. You don't enjoy it. It shouldn't be like that. You're spending it more with your colleagues than with your family, than with your kids or your mother. The least you can do is enjoy it. The least. So we go to the next P. Planning. So now passion is the fun part. But what's the next thing? The next P is planning. And planning is important and boring. You don't want to plan because you're like, I love, I love to do this, I love it, I don't want to do anything, I just want to start it. But you don't want to plan, you don't want to do a feasibility study, you don't want to do a business plan, a marketing plan, a procurement plan, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to do profit and loss because I just love it. I love it, I love it, I want to do it. Yeah, but okay, did you plan? No, no, but I love it. Yeah, but did you plan? 
No, you have to plan. You have to. I'll give you a personal story where we lost 1.3 million dirhams cash because we didn't plan. So it's very nice to talk about all the good stuff. And let me talk about the bad stuff also. Okay. So um, with Ahdaf, which was the first business we opened in 2009 with four, four football fields indoor, Filgoz. And it did so well, we started making money. Okay, then we gathered the money and we're like, let's reinvest. We don't need to take the money. We don't need it. Let's reinvest and open in another location that they really need football fields. So we looked, we did a good study, we researched, we found a really good area. Empty, they're looking for football fields, they want to be active. Okay, perfect. Let's do a nice capital. How much capital do we need? Wallah, we need this much money. Allah put all 1.3 million from all of us. We're four partners. We put it all in this new location. We know it will do well. So we get a very nice land. We get all of that. Of course, the approvals took ages, 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 ages. And this is one of the big challenges in the country that we need to improve is the approvals. But we reached a point, I remember, when we were getting the license. So to get the license, we had to get a lot of signatures. One, two, this entity, this entity. Then one of the clauses or conditions was if anyone in the neighborhood complains, we have the right to take your trade license. One. We were like, nah, nobody will complain. Sure, it's football, you know, it's fun. It's healthy. I'm not opening a shisha. I'm opening football field. Nobody's going to complain. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Just give us the condition. Write it. We're going to agree. We'll sign it. We took it. And we opened. And in two weeks, we were fully booked. With zero marketing. Fully, fully, fully booked. In the middle of nowhere, fully booked. But we did good enough planning. We studied the location. But after two weeks, we had to close. Why? Because one guy, who was a virus, decided to say, I'll call the radio and I will complain. Because the neighborhood is not his house. It's literally he owns the whole neighborhood. He thinks he owns the whole neighborhood. So he literally calls uh, live radio in the morning. And at that time, a lot of people used to call and complain. So he did at that time. He calls and he goes, how can they open this place in the middle of nowhere? Now people are coming from other neighborhoods and playing football and they will see our woman and our kids and that. And he's making it a big deal. So they call me early in the morning and they're like, this Anas? I'm like, yes. It's like, this guy wants to talk to you. And he's complaining on live radio that you should close your football feed. And I'm like, why? Okay, no, no worries. Put me on the, on the line. And he's shouting. Yani, you know the type that don't give you a chance to, you can't even breathe. And he's like, I swear I'm going to tear every tire. I'll take my knife and I will tear every tire. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, what, what's, it's just football. And, we're, and we were making it so good for the community, in my opinion, that we said the kids can play for free up to 4 p.m. The kids can just go and play. I think it was 4 to 6 or something. And we were going to do like a nice a track for the women of the neighborhood to walk, like a sport. 
And I'm like, and I'm trying to tell him these things, and he doesn't want to listen. So it became a big issue, and then the guy said, uh, guys, we have to take this offline. Because, of course, the guy is crazy and he's shouting, so why don't you call each other? Sure. So we, and then I tried to call him on the phone alone, and he is not listening. Zero. There's no point. And I think I'm generally good at negotiating. This guy was like, no. So I'm like, okay. So what we do is we go and we take a, a paper and we do like a voting. So we go to the 16 villas around the football field. And we're like, do you support this? Yes. Do you support this? Okay. Do you support this? Yes. We got 16 or 15, I don't remember, approvals and what? One virus. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, I have to take responsibility. We agreed. We agreed that they have the right to remove our license if one person complained. Is it fair? I don't think so. But it was poor planning, maybe. Maybe I should have asked a lawyer. Maybe I should have planned it better. But that one virus cost me 1.3 million dirhams. Not to count the opportunity. Yani if we were open till today, that's millions of dirhams. صح? But that's one example of when things don't go according to plan. So Benjamin Franklin said, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. So you have to try to plan as much as possible. Of course, sometimes certain things happen that you don't expect. But you have to reduce that as much as possible. And you have to do the homework. The homework is planning and building a business plan and it's annoying. You have to do it. If your professors are teaching you, learn. It's important. You have to know your numbers. They don't lie. Yeah? Last P. Perseverance. And you have to persevere. What persevere? So, my personal story here, most of my learning was my first business, to be honest. First business was the most complex. And because we're new, we don't know how to do it. We're just excited, young guys. So with Ahdaf, I remember, we got all the approvals. It's always about approvals. And there was one, one more approval from a government entity that we're supposed to get. So I remember uh, trying to. Chip to sorti li fil poster chia wana rasmi es nafsa chay. Gatra wa agalu kandora wa chiem. Hatin gatra wana umrat bin presentation. I bin sample. So we go super prepared because it's the last. We have all the signatures except one. If we get this one, we get the license. And it was tricky because we wanted to open the first indoor football field in an industrial area. So it was a kind of a new thing. Now we have a lot of them, but when I started, there was zero. So to get something new, obviously, is difficult. So I remember, and we going to to meet the the main guy. No names. So we go to him. I swear to God, I think I don't think it lasted thirty seconds. Not even. Yani. And imagine, imagine you with your friends, you're super excited, you're super prepared, you have a presentation, you have a sample of the grass, and you got all the approvals, so your confidence is high. 
and you go and somebody doesn't even give you 20 seconds and they say, no, leave, you should do something else. And it's really a shock because you didn't even present. It's not like I presented and then he said, okay, you have to change this, you have to change this, then come back. This I would, I would understand. Okay, we go back, we change things and we come back again. He's like, no, this will never happen. And we're like, why? It's a good thing. You know, industrial area, no, you cannot do it. You cannot do it. So I remember we left and we were really disappointed, Danny. After, I think we were working for it for a year and a half or two. Till we found the place with good height, air conditioning, good turf, good goals, good lining, good staff. And this guy's saying, no. We went the second. So the guy said, what will you do? I'm like, listen, maybe he had a bad night. Maybe he didn't even sleep well. He's human. So maybe he's in a bad mood. So we go again. Yeah? Maybe we change the perfume that we put on. I don't know. Something. <laughs> we went the second time. No. Damn it. Third time. No. Three. Already. Yeah, I need. This is the point where your friends who are haters always appear. We told you not to do it. Mubnasib. Hazdinak. Hadar bin Anyways, if, uh, this is where all these friends show up. Now it's three times. You have no shame. He already told you three times not to do it. How come you're going again? Yeah, but I'm not going to get married to the guy. It's okay. He can tell me no. He can tell me no a hundred times. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just focused to launch this business. I don't care who's in front of me. I don't care if he says no. And I remember the fourth time, I remember going to a guy in the same organization. And this guy was really supportive. And he's like, what's wrong with you guys? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, everybody knows you now. Here. You're these annoying, stubborn guys. I'm like, yeah, that's us. So he's like, what can I, what can I do for you? I'm like, oh, okay, I'll explain to you. So we explained, we showed them the presentation and the turf. He's like, this is really cool. I'm like, yeah, that's what I've been trying to say. It's very nice. But your main guy doesn't want to listen. He doesn't even give us the chance to talk. But he's like, it's, no, it's really nice. I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, can I take it and present it to him? I'm like, Habibi, you can take the whole family. Just get me the approval. So he takes the turf and he takes the presentation. It was printed. And I swear, I think in half an hour, he's like, Mabrook, guys, you got the approval. Fourth time. And this time it was just a different way, and it worked. So I always think, imagine in the third time I said, guys, it's enough. We tried. It was, it was a good time. We enjoyed hug. Okay, bye. We tried. And I, nobody will say, Anas, you didn't try. Sah? Anas, you tried. You tried three times. It never worked. I always say, what if I stopped? What if I stopped there? then I wouldn't have 24, 26 football fields now in the UAE. From 1 to 24, just because I went one more time. That's it. For sometimes I think, Yani Shabab, for all of you, you think your goal or your business is very far from you. Sometimes it's just one more try. One, not five, one. And this is, it's a true story. You just had to do it one more time or two more times or five more times. So what? If you love it, you'll do it.
Then these are things that I added. Uh, okay, this is the last quote by Thomas Edison. He says, I have not failed. Thomas Edison? The guy who did the... Yeah. I have not failed a thousand times. I have successfully discovered 1,000 ways to not make a light bulb. It's pretty cool, right? Look at the way he looks at it. So I can, when somebody says, ah, he's a failure, he didn't make it. You cannot call somebody who tries a failure. I don't accept it. You cannot. A, a baby, a baby when they try to learn to walk, صح? She's to And the baby keeps trying until they learn to walk. And what you're going to, and the baby fashion? But the baby has this determination that we can learn from. The baby can fall 200 times in one day, literally, but still get up again and try to balance and walk. So you cannot call the baby a failure. You cannot call people who, who try failures. I think people who give up are failures. They give up on something they want to do. That can be a failure, yes. So he looked at it very differently. Instead of saying, oh my God, I tried a thousand times. I have no life. I'm a failure. He's like, no, I just found a thousand ways not to do it. I found a new way. So this is now what I added last night at 2 a.m. So I wanted to leave uh, with some food for thought. I want to kind of hopefully help you. Inshallah, if I give you something to think about in a different way, great. So let's kick off with the first quote. So she, she, Lori says, entrepreneurs are willing to work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40 hours a week. Did you get it? Yeah, and we are willing. And this is what people don't get. Everybody thinks, oh, entrepreneurship, it's so cool. Oh, you're your own boss. Oh, you go to, the, to work with a hat and shorts. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice to be your own boss. But it's a headache. It's a re you do not stop. You sleep. Sometimes I wake up at night, I'm like, ah, oh, and I start to write a note so I don't forget. But it's a pleasure. Don't get me wrong. It's a pleasure because I do what I love. But don't think it's a, it's a pony and rainbows. It's a lot of work. You have to always work. If you don't work, nobody gets a salary. Nobody. Not Abrar, not Mark, none of the guys here. Nobody gets salaries. Can you imagine that? Nobody gets this. Their families don't get money. Their kids don't get money. It's not like, oh, I don't want to work, but I'll still get my salary at the end of the month. No, you don't work, you don't get a salary. Very simple. So imagine that there's a pressure. You have to work. You have to take care of people. You cannot pay a salary three weeks late. No matter what, what the hell? There are people depending on you. So you really have to work hard. And working hard equals a good return. But you have to be willing to, wait, to work 80 hours to avoid a, a boring 40-hour job that you hate. Okay. So now I'll ask you. So this is the first question I really want you to think about. You can answer me now, you can answer yourself tomorrow, you can answer it after a year. But when I say, what would you do if you were not afraid? What does that mean? And it can mean different things to different people. Okay, 
If I asked you this question, how would you understand it? Like I would understand what would I do? Like if what is I don't afraid? Someone else, my family, uh -huh. my career. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Can you do you have an answer yet? I'm not sure. Okay, if you're what I'm trying to say, if you are not afraid of losing money yes. or people's talking, whatever affects you, or I'm gonna lose my investment, or what will my cousin say, or what if you're not afraid, you're fearless. I not, would follow my passion. Huh? I would follow my passion. What is your passion? What would you do if you're not afraid? <laughs> I have a lot of It can be like literally, I like to car wash in the desert. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's what you love. I want to cook. I want to draw. What would it be? I'm not sure. I'm, like, I'm, I'm exploring what I love the most. Yeah. But I would uh, quit the eight hours working at <laughs> But Going yeah. the same routine, your own business. You see, you feel you say a routine because you find it boring. If you spend 20 hours on something you love every day, you wouldn't say that. Mm -hmm. The moment we feel it's boring, that means it becomes something we don't like. Ashabab, sub comment to. Um, let's ask somebody, this guy, what did you understand from the question? I think yes. Uh, so what would your answer be? I'll invest all my money. In what? In all investments. It can be anything, in Bitcoin to whatever, diversify. Yeah. And you enjoy investing and researching. Exactly. You see? Because now you're not afraid mm -hmm. of losing or what. So, anyways, we go to the next question. But and keep asking yourself. What would I do if I'm not afraid? We go to the next question. It's similar, but this one removes the the money factor, which is very important because we're all driven by money. People are afraid. They like security. You see so many people in miserable jobs. So many. Maybe 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10. And you're like, why are you even there? No, security, you know, I don't know if I'll find another job. Now I'm paying my bills. Of course, you have to pay your bills and your rent, but they're miserable. It's not great. You're going to die sooner because you're miserable and depressed and you hate your colleagues and, and, and. So if I ask you this question, if I will give you enough money for 500 years, but with one condition, which is you have to choose a job. You have to, that's the, that's the rule. I'll give you, okay, I don't have that, but if, imagine. If I am willing to give you enough money for 500 years forwards, but you have to choose a job, what job would you choose? Okay, if you have white hijab in the middle. And I'm gonna the microphone. Do you want to shout it? Because I think they have to throw the mic. Okay. Any job, right? Without any anything. Without yeah, and like yeah, making stamps I for little. I wanted to be a famous star in some horror movie, in movie. like you know the main character in movies. Yeah. Yeah. So a horror, horror movie or any movie? Horror 
Okay. You see? But you see, this is what you need to ask yourself. So it's a very important question because when you ask yourself this question, you remove money. You remove it. Okay, Okay, so we're not a Anything. What a, if you have to choose a job, you have to be doing something. Money is done. Money is guaranteed. Actually, my question is football. Football. I'll choose a coach. Coach of football. Yeah. See, it's beautiful. When we remove, imagine now you get this job, you don't care about money anymore. Because you're doing something you enjoy. And I think, I had, a, this is a recent story, I never said this. Um, two weeks ago, I was sitting uh, at lunch with some friends. And one friend looked at me and he said, Anas, I feel you work this much, but you make this much. And he's like, I really hope you don't get offended by, by what I'm telling you. That you worked so much, but the return is not as much as you work. I'm like, no, I'm not offended. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely... Look, if I want to make money instead of opening a football field, I literally would open a shisha. Literally. Well, I remember I graduated. We had uh, groups of friends that graduated from Boston. One of the groups like, Anas, invest with us, we'll open a shisha. Shisha in a good place. You make a lot of money. But I didn't want that. So when he asked me that question, I'm like, absolutely, because money is a byproduct for me. It just comes because I'm doing something I love. It comes because I'm good at it. So I'll leave you with... Ah, I'll leave you with this. I think it's very important to do something you love and do it very well and actually be good at it. Really, Yanni, don't lie to yourself. So many people love things, so many people love certain things that they're not good at. I think you have to be very honest with yourself. You know what's the best example? And I always say this example. I've only seen American Idol or X Factor or Arabs Got Talent. It's the most good example of delusional people. People who think they're good and they're a disaster. Yani they come and even you're watching like, Allah, this stage. And they come with confidence. قميص مفتوح لهني وقول لا هذا خلاص يا يغطى. وبعدين يغني تقول غنم يا زي غني شو 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 يقول هذا ما وين طلع يعني والكونفدنس هني أنا أقول من اللي قص عليه هذا هذا يغني في الحمام صدق عمره يا يعني على الستيج but that is a, it is a funny story but it's a reality some people they love something but they're really bad at it and I don't know who their friends are who are telling them you're so good Michael Jackson يعني ما there's a problem so Again, think of what you love to do, but you have to be really good at it. C combine these two. If you combine something you love and that you're really good at, good at it and you work really hard, I think it's generally a guarantee that you do something good. Thank you.